74 points for this show. Three S ranks. I we never gotten to this point. Triple S. And Lance full out <laughs> S. No more S's now for him for the rest of the season. But what's he, this I have up my sleeve? Uh, 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 an A plus, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to. They they didn't let me have a choice. They forced me. If he wants to do like a little challenge or like a little uh, something to gain an S, I'm, I'm okay with that. If you want to like do something embarrassing, if you feel like nah, you dude, really need to S. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh. Yeah, nice try. No more S's for Lance. If I see that S rank, I'm doing the morning get down to an A plus. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. I have no regrets. Welcome back to Master Chef Season 57. Our contestants are done with their new dishes and are ready to present to Chef Ramsey. All right, first chef, come up. Ready to present your dish? Uh, yes, chef. What do you have? Uh, today I present you this uh this special fried rice that has been in my family for ages. Uh, so we. Good. God, what's that smell? So we have here uh, a lot of peas, uh, some weird uh, egg textures and tofu. Uh, I threw some uh-huh. spam in there as well, uncooked, by the way. Um, and uh, the the special uh, thing about this fried rice is that the rice isn't cooked. It is just pan fried. So it has that crunchy texture that I think you will love. Please try. Okay. Well... I am a professional, and I will try your f- your food. Okay. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah, you love yeah. it, right? This is not. This is not bad. Really? Not bad. If yes. It, if I was a fucking pig, now get this slop out of my face. Yes, chef. Next contestant. Really, chef. And I'm here for an alternative uh-huh. take on chorizo. Special platter, no plate uh, for you. Uh, Microwaved. <laughs> Excuse me, I have a smoker's cough. Microwave chorizo. I. <laughs> That's chorizo. <laughs> it may look like a lump of turd, but it is chorizo. Microwaved without bacterial, and cooked to perfection. I'm just. Gonna, I'm gonna stop you right there. Please. Is that is that a lot let, of shit in a microwave? F- you brought me an entire microwave you. with a lot of shit in it. Alternative plating, please. It's, altern- it's alternative plating. If it's a good idea, you dumb donkey. No, I'm not even gonna try this one. Normally, it's in get the toilet. Get this out of my face. Get get this out of my face. Next contestant. Uh, yes, Jeff. Uh, today I have cooked. Um, what what is what was with all these contestants fucking <laughs> French accents? Or, I don't know what the other one was. God's sake! I just talk like this. Why are you so? Anyways, you you're not I, talking like it anymore though. Uh, <laughs> what is your dish? I made uh, crab curry, and um, oh, that sounds normal. 
Yes, I uh, only boiled the the crab that I've got from uh, this. Uh, he says he was a Pokemon master and said it was his best <laughs> friend, but it looked so delicious, so I made curry out of it. I oh. used some homemade spices, a little bit to boil and, you know, get it a little bit underdone. And I baked it with this melon bread that I bought. Please try. There was a lot of things with what you said that bothered me. But quite frankly, it looks better than the other two, so let's try this. Yeah. You know what? Finally, some good fucking food. If I had no tongue and instead had a mouth full of fucking lava, this tastes like shit. Get this out of my face. All of you guys, you know, usually we eliminate one person per episode. We're just going to eliminate all three of you guys. Oh, come on, man. You can't eliminate us. Season 57. Eat my butt. Fuck this shit. I'm out of here. <laughs> Yay. I love this show. I made an Easter loaf for dessert. Oh, no. All right. Good let's... fucking God. Let's <laughs> end this now. Oh. Before he sent, he sent another picture, didn't he? Oh, yeah. what the fuck? Now I have to say that image, too. Now I have this in my fucking drive. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, guys. I love you, Goran Ramsey. I love you. Don't. <laughs> Please come on the show, but don't. Um, oh, no. I would never wish that upon him. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the We Power Hour, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, I am your host for this week, Peter. Holy and- shit. What is that? Why- <laughs> what the fuck is that? So it's <laughs> called an Easter loaf and it's eaten cold. Oh. It's like a meatloaf, it's both cold? an Easter take. Yeah, it's that cold. That looks like Diarrhea City. <laughs> wow. It's like uh, 10 hard-boiled eggs and meat mushed together in a cake a form. Meatloaf. It looks like it, yep. it looks like fucking like uh, like cat food. It's like in case yeah. by, it looks like, like eggs. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. Uh, Humans really are unstoppable. <laughs> uh, I'm your host for this week, Peter, and uh, with me are my beautiful co-hosts starting from the far left, Avery. <laughs> Manning down the middle, Lance. Bloody hell. And then uh, on to my left, Plinchy. Plinchy. <laughs> there you go with that French accent. Uh, uh, we are at episode number 85, uh, and we are filming this on May 9th, 2022. Uh, and uh, pretty pretty good episode this week, so let's just uh, jump right into it with some latest news of the week. Uh, some movie news. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is now the number one game-based film in the U.S. Uh, it has come in at a cumulative $163 million in the United States as of Friday. Uh, and it's listed at $325 million worldwide. So right now ranked number two in the fourth weekend in the United States. So a uh, pretty good deal. Uh, I just wanted to put it in there because we, we watched the Sonic movie a couple nights ago. And uh, surprisingly, pretty good. Uh, I, I thought it was going to yeah. take a pretty fat dip from, from the first movie. But I think they did everything a lot better. Uh, and the introduction of Tails and Knuckles was a lot better uh, than I originally originally thought it was going to be uh and i'm actually kind of excited to see the third one whenever that comes out in a couple of years so yeah but it won't have jim carrey anymore yes uh-huh. but they did tease shadow the hedgehog so oh did they yeah like right yeah. at the end so uh i'm i'm excited to see what he's all about and if, he, if he's still best friends with the president so 
uh we'll see how that goes Mila Jovic will be the fucking uh Eggman oh come on <clears throat> in the next film <laughs> don't fucking say that the woman who played the Resident Evil main cast lady and yeah. then the Monster Hunter one just because you bring yeah. in Shadow she, she's gotta be in yep. there so. <laughs> well maybe maybe uh maybe Chris can take over Star-Lord Chris Pratt yeah, I mean, yeah you want him to be Eggman for Eggman yeah oh uh, I thought you were gonna say Shadow I was like oh god Hey but Mario what? and Sonic go Maybe. to the Olympic Games. Oh yeah, we got that that <laughs> crossover. It's oh, coming. Oh, well, Olympics is a couple of years, I guess, if they want to go for it now. Except the video game multiverse. No, God no, please no. Uh, <laughs> and then in uh, final uh, news for this week, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero is now the seventh biggest anime film of all time worldwide. Uh, it is currently up to uh, thirteen. What is that? 13 billion yen. It's about 104 million dollars. Uh, currently, the only animated movies in front of Jujutsu Kaisen uh, for all time. Uh, Demon Slayer, Mugen Train, three Miyazaki films of Spirited, Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, and Ponyo, and then uh, the two Makoto Shinkai movies of Your Name and Wuthering With You. Uh, so, uh, pretty, pretty big deal uh, for these uh animated uh or animes to actually have these movies being on the top uh and uh matching with uh miyazaki and shinkai so uh congratulations to jujutsu kaisen zero uh only lance has watched it so sadly we still can't <laughs> talk about it yet because we the rest of us haven't watched it yet uh but we'll try to get to on that as soon as possible Hurry up and watch it. So you we can watch <laughs> Sonic Two without me, but you didn't watch Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. All right, but I blame Roy for that one. He really wanted to watch Sonic Two. Yeah, it was Damn, a random no, like. <laughs> guys, I'm gonna watch Sonic Two. Like, with okay. or without you, just, just as hard as the first one. <laughs> yeah, so it's okay. I'm I'm willing to watch Sonic Two again if you if you want to watch. So oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Uh. Okay, there you go. That is the latest news of the week. If there are any news articles you guys want us to check out and talk about on the podcast, let us know. You can always DM us on our social media or email us at thewepowerhour at gmail.com. Uh, we'll check it out and then uh, maybe we'll talk about it on a future podcast. Okay, uh, let's move on to the next segment of our show. It is the media roundup of the week. Uh, this is the segment where we talk about anything we watch or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. Uh, pretty fat this week. We added a couple extra shows. Uh, so we're going to start out with one of those shows, uh, Bungle Stray Dogs Season 1. Uh, Avery had put on for this week because uh, he binge watched it and he wants to talk about it. So uh, take it away, Avery. Um, I mean, I, I can keep it pretty short and sweet. The TLDR is first half suck mega caca dick. The second part, pretty fucking strong. And it like kept me sticking around. Like the first six episodes, it was um way too focused on like this is my trauma. Oh god, I'm sad. Here's me getting bitch slapped by a priest in five different angles. (laughs) And then we get to the good shit to where like the world starts developing a little bit more. He stops having PTSD flashbacks and staring into the screen every five minutes. Yeah, for Um, sure. Um watched a bit of season two and like the the carryover between one and two was just awesome like like i get the big discrepancy if you see it on my anime list it's like a 7.0 to like a solid eight yeah, between season one and two it progressively gets better and better over the seasons and uh it is slated mm. for a season four i think sometime this year or early next year so uh 
That makes one sense. Of, yeah. One of the bigger uh, series uh, as of late. I think the first one came out like 2016. So uh, one of those under the radar shows. I think that one, uh, and I know a lot of people like it, but I don't hear enough talk about it either. But Psychopaths. I think those are the two shows that kind of similar in a way, even though mm. uh, their genres are a little different. Um, but it's very <laughs> playful. I got to say, like for the mm-hmm. gritty, dark humor that they do at the first half. And it's like, OK, let's just, you know, like, let, let's go shoot up the main uh, character's house, the investigative uh like building they go in yeah. they get their ass beats tossed out the window you're like oh okay <laughs> yeah it's, hold on for those of us who don't know about bungle stray dogs explain the premise to us because is, is this about an animal shelter you wish i wish <laughs> so it's it's essentially about um kind of like blood blockade where you have like an investigative um team that has supernatural powers not not like with a sense of blood some do some don't um but different showcases of powers and then like conflicting mafia versus like different uh groups are like i don't even know if i want to call them more than like groups because some of it's like if i just said factions. their names it's like fat yeah factions like very simple good versus evil at the start of it and then you get more and more of like why are these characters doing certain things a lot of it's turning into like gray lines the more and more you deeper you get into it um but very unique um, power system, I gotta say, and like very unique character traits with their superpowers, more or less. Yeah, like the the main character, he's part fucking like Moon Tiger, and I'm like, what the fuck is this power? I hate it. It grew on me. <laughs> but it's <laughs> yeah. very very tacky when you first hear. You're like, this dude got mm. fucking giant Tony the Tiger arms, and he just fucking hit shit. Yeah. And he's got it's like a, Deadpool recovery. So yeah, like, okay. from what I remember watching season one, super slow start. Uh, the comedy is like super hit or miss when they try to do comedy bits uh, in this yeah. show. But in terms of action, the supernatural aspect, uh, the the fight sequences, the the storyline, pretty solid. One of the like I, I don't want to give it a comp because it doesn't really compare to much else. But yeah, Psychopaths. Uh, magical index around there a little bit as well. Uh, just yeah. uh, just an overall like a more modern version of a uh, of a shonen, like a modern day time uh, version of a shonen, where usually we Definitely. get like a fantasy world or like back in time or or whatever. Uh, it's more in modern Japan, so it's a uh, it's pretty interesting. A lot of the characters too are um, based off of famous Japanese writers from like 13th century forward too. I've mm-hmm. learned. Oh. Like, so a lot of their names, they start to coincide and you can read about them and how similar their characters in the show are to like their real life um, mm-hmm. counterparts. Hmm. So uh, pretty good. It definitely does get better over time. One of those ones yeah. that you really got to grind in the beginning uh, to get to the good stuff. Second part. And like, I almost stopped at episode 10. I'm just like, f- I can't fucking do it. And then I watched episode 10. I'm like, oh, shit. Then I watched just like the, the first episode, part of season yeah. two, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> it gets better, yeah. yeah. Skarky's getting better. I think you, you get all the stupid character development done, and then you get all the important people like at the second half. You're like, oh, "Okay, okay, okay." Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, anything else, Avery, for Bungo Shade Dogs? That's mostly it. Season one was fucking sham wham. <laughs> Hated it, but definitely worth it if you're like ready for the character development bullshit mm-hmm. that you get always pumped through with every show. Okay, uh, let's move on to the next uh, anime on our list. 
uh, Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2, Episode 5. Uh, we run into the arc and gang, and then uh, we just split up afterwards. No real uh, confrontation from there. Uh, we run into the turtle's heart, and then the real heart, uh, and then we run into the main villain of uh, of the season, I guess, uh, with uh, with glasses guy. I already forgot his name. Uh, the book weapon holder the, the book vessel holder yeah whatever his name is um so we run to him and then he reveals well I, I mean that reveals the truth i mean now fumi guys or now fumi already knew but uh ost is not just uh familiar to the tortoise uh she is actually the spirit tortoise uh and that's why they were unsuccessful in killing the tortoise because they've been killing the wrong thing uh so what do you guys think about another like plot twist uh from with back-to-back episodes running into the arc thinking that we were going to get into another fight and then finally revealing who the uh oh shoe form is and a new villain uh approaching as well they need to stop telling us how many episodes are in a season because <laughs> like <laughs> I, I can get m night Shyamalan only so many times where i'm like come on come on <laughs> <laughs> i I don't want to promise anything, but I think this is the last time. I think I think now, <laughs> like all the uh-huh. all, like everything is kind of like out in the open now. We we aired out all the dirty laundry, so now we're just like, okay, let's just go, right? Like good versus evil, just like, like how we always done it, uh, and we're just gonna go from there because you can already see the the book vessel guy, pretty much a douchebag, right? And and, and yep. you know. That's kind of what was missing in the season two of Rising of the Shield Heroes that you need an asshole to go against Naofumi and then Naofumi does his righteous shit uh, and, you know, beats the fuck out of him, I guess. So I gotta say the um, other world heroes and how fast they got fucking screwed over is it's expected, but it's kind of astonishing. Like, wow, you just you went to like 100 to zero so fucking fast for this arc. So far, yeah. at least. So far. I Yeah. Like yeah, that's the perception right now, right? That they that they lost to this guy and the uh, uh, they're stored in the tortoise. So kind of hard to pull them back in, though. That's for sure, because you know of how they're like developing deeper inside of the turtle. Exactly. How do you, how yeah. do you get them to yeah interact further? It's, just, it's weird. Okay, let's move on to the next anime on our list. It is uh, another new anime uh, for us to talk about, uh, and we also added it onto the bench for the trading season. Uh, to see if we want to trade it into, into the top 10. Uh, but we're going to talk about it here. Uh, Ao Aishi, the soccer anime for this season. Uh, we're only going to talk about episode one. There are some people uh, that did uh, more homework than they were assigned uh, and have already watched all five episodes. So uh, let's try to rein it in and keep it to just the first episode. What is you guys' first takes on uh, Ao Aishi? Really good. Yeah. Like I'd probably rank it an A for just episode one. Yeah, if you even you give your grades, yeah, for for the first episode, if we're ranking this like on the top ten, how do you guys feel about this first episode? It's see, like it's hard to just stick with episode one in my head, but but yeah, for the pacing of episode one, it's pretty like spot on to just give me the character, give me what he's about. Yep. Yep. We're good. We can focus more on the sport. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like it's going to be as heavy as like yeah. personal life shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they got it all the way in the beginning with the mom and, you know, but them being poor and stuff like that and the, and the older brother, you know, helping him pay for stuff. Uh, that's usually a pretty good indication that the sports anime is going to be purely on the sport. Uh, and, but I think the best thing that I, I usually like gauge with, with sports anime, especially in their first episode, like the main character, right? Cause he's your main draw, right? Like he's the one that gets you into the sport. You're the one that follow, you follow his journey throughout. What I always like when they do it in the first episode is like, how crazy are they? Right. Mm, because. Yeah top athletes like they may seem normal in front of the camera or on the social media and stuff like that but behind the scenes when they're training or they're when you know they're playing their sport they are fucking crazy they're, they're like borderline psychopaths uh uh the top athletes and this guy aoi ashito uh he is a psychopath <laughs> like the fact that he is so greedy with the soccer uh, with the ball and he remembers all 22 players on the field like i like that aspect that they're like okay this is what makes this kid special it's not the fact that he uh is super athletic or super fast or anything like that he is cerebral in this game he is smart and he understands where everyone is on the field and uh those are always fun uh characters to follow there was a tennis one a couple years ago called uh baby steps uh hmm. and people were like oh uh, whatever nothing's gonna be prince of tennis you know uh, like they they kill dinosaurs with fucking uh uh tennis balls so like how, how are you gonna beat right. that but baby steps is so revolutionary because the guy was was so cerebral to the game he literally took notes between uh games so he would remember every single play every single hit and he would draw it out and he would do percentages he'd be like okay this guy wants to hit at 50 percent to the right when i give him this ball okay he wants to hit 60 percent to the left when i give him this ball and he basically like mapped it out into his head like how this guy was going to play and it's fun to see these like like it's not just all athletics or like crazy spin moves or anything like that it's like actually about the game and like how it works Tactics. yeah exactly and uh those are always fun so i don't know how far they're going to get into it but to give that main character that uh, it would be pretty interesting interesting to see also his mom's really hot this is this is the season of hot moms <laughs> uh like what the fuck like yeah I, I thought that was the sister when i first watched it i was like okay that's yeah that's the sister cheering on right and it's not that's the fucking mom and uh you know soccer animes they 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 usually hit in, in anime forms not too many miss uh Japan really loves their soccer and baseball. Soccer and baseball. Those those two sports animes, uh, they usually never miss uh, when they come out with a new new version of it. So, after seeing the uh, the kid with like the wide nose, dude, I'm ready for all other characters to just be wide like nose. JoJo, yeah, the one that was bullying him at the start of the uh, episode. Oh, the goalie. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If we're gonna I, see I mean, him again. No, I'm expecting characters to look like that. Is what I'm trying oh, to get at. Like they're they're going to be ugly. They're going to look like they're fucking thirty. <laughs> what is this <laughs> guy? He's got a pompadour. Keiji yeah. Togashi. He he looks. He probably's defender. He probably punches people. <laughs> There's this guy. He looks like he's two. Uh, now you're just spouting numbers, Peter. That guy doesn't look two. I mean, look at him. And he probably sounds yeah. dirty though. He looks more like yeah. nine. Not. Two? Come on. Probably two. Come on now. 
His voice actor looks too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, the voice actor looks exactly like him. He's going to have his serious face where his eyes open just a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's oh, absolutely. why they put those characters. Yeah. yeah. And then he's going to have like wrinkles on his forehead to make him look 30. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. And he's angry. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. I, to more talk about the soccer anime, I really liked how they uh, presented the main character. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but just being very simple and he's a hothead. Not just about his ability in soccer, but him as a person and why he acts the way that he is. And I was talking to Avery, like, I liked having context and a reason as to why the main character yells and acts out the way that he does. Mm -hmm. Um, And also they did it, I don't know, is this a low standard? They did it while he was in game and not like um, outside of school. This is how he's like, you know, just like we didn't waste any time. We just got in there. Uh, his family reacts, and I like I like the hot-headed explanation, and not just how like in Black Clover, Asta is just who he is. He's just <laughs> he just screams, uh-huh. but uh, Aoi or Ao he screams because he can't contain himself. Like mm-hmm. just having him himself say, "I'm a hothead," even though I'm not usually a fan of the uh, say what's it called when animes like to um say things to explain things rather than showing mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. did the showing first and then they explain and i'm just like well yeah. can't we always have that that's nice <laughs> no but no. Uh, i'm pretty into the show and the way that they uh directed the first episode mm-hmm. most i guess intro to the character was really only full episode we got to know him but most of it was uh, Aoi and uh, Fukuda, the manager or the guy yeah. that like scouts him. Coach manager. Yeah. Yeah. That I felt like at some point the scene went on for too long because the guy or the manager sleeps after realizing um, that this kid can see all all positions, which, by the way, the build up to that was pretty great. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty, really well timed. Pretty good face, too, when he was just like, yeah. holy fuck, this kid is incredible incredibly he insane he looked like he just saw jesus like rise from the grave. <laughs> exactly <laughs> he looked like he coomed and then he was like sorry kid i need to go lay down <laughs> i need to chill out uh, yeah but yeah i i saw the first three right before the podcast or the, the rest of the episodes and i like it a lot okay sounds good scratching that sport anime itch yeah very hard for us to, to get that here on the we power hour so uh, okay sounds good Sounds like uh, there might be a final switch uh, for this season, uh, but we'll get to that later in the podcast. Uh, let's continue with the next anime on our list. Uh, a couple of cuckoos, episode three, uh, pretty much another heavy episode of Erica uh, and our boy uh, Amado. No, U- Umeno. Yeah, right. Umeno. Yeah. Um, Umino <clears throat> Umino or Nagi I'm just going Nagi, Nagi. Um, so a pretty heavy episode with him and Erica but we do pretty much get a healthy dose of uh, uh, Segawa the other uh, main love interest of our of our main character and uh, pretty much get like a a small snippet of her and what she's about uh, but how do you guys uh, like her and uh, how you guys feeling uh, your top waifus for for this uh, for this show. I think I'm team not sister to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Sachi, okay. Only because 
she's talked the less. I've seen her less. Mm-hmm. So you crave her more. I don't know if that means anything. I guess so. It's probably because she has blonde hair that I'm like, hmm. I don't feel for any of the girls yet. Hmm. Okay. At all. I'm happy that none of the girls are like obsessive about him. You know what no. I mean? Like they all have yeah. their own independent goals and they're just like, dude, fuck he, you. Or- he is just some <laughs> random dude, right? Even, even, yeah. even Sachi, the little sister, like it's not like fully indicated that she's in love with her brother, right? She, I mean, she plays Sundare and, you know, she she shits on her brother a lot. So when she thinks about him when she's yeah. just in her room. Yeah. So, well, I mean, like, you know how, like, some little sisters are like, oh, God, like, where is he? What is he doing? Like, she'd like, uh, you know, she, there's like a, a somewhat of self restraint, a self control with her. She's not like fully, like, what a nice way to put it. chan crazy. Like, that's <laughs> such a low bar to like overcome, but you know how anime is. <laughs> wow. And, the little sister can hold herself back from yeah. jumping her bro. <laughs> from jumping her bro's dick. So, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's what I like about it. Like, I- I'm waiting for her episode. Yeah, I feel like I feel like she could probably be my favorite. I know that sounds really bad, but but she's not. Real, but she's not, sister, not, not her yeah, not, she's not, not his real sister. It's not sister. Yeah, so it's all okay. So it's fine. Uh, they were just but, raised together. They're pretty much childhood friends. Exactly. So, mm. uh, but yeah, that's what I do like about this uh, <laughs> this harem uh, this time around for like other other harms. It's not so obvious the love right episode two i love you yeah it's like purely comedy for the most part and there's like a build-up there's like an actual like point to where like you know you can see the progression of like actually falling for each other like the only real love we've seen is that nagi likes sagawa right like that's obvious Mm -hmm. uh and that's like his goal to be number one in the school to you know be the smartest and then also you know have her fall in love with him kind of thing but uh, but yeah, as you can see in episode three, you know, the feelings that uh, Mitro, you know, is not a two way street. She fucking hates to lose and uh, she's uh, ultra competitive. I think that's why I like about her so much is that most times he's the nice girl. They're like really quiet, nice girl. Uh, they just kind of like obedient a little bit and they just kind of like just let everything happen to them. And they just kind of like, yeah, okay, I'm nice. Like, I'm I'm allowing this to happen. This girl's like, no, fuck that shit. Like, I want what I want. And what I want to be is number one in everything. Not just studying, like everything. And uh, it's really nice to see like that flip of, of the, the original trope of that character. Because, uh, I mean, we've seen time and time again, usually the nice, quiet ones, they just stay nice and quiet and they're just very obedient. And then they when stupid hijinks ensue and the, the bathing suit falls off, they go, yeah, you know, and then they just like, just can you give me back my bathing suit? And then just let it, that's it. That's all the character is. Uh, and that's great back in like 2012, but you know, not today, not today. Damn it. Are you guys liking the show? It's palatable. Like, this episode at one point, Sorry. the frames were really, the animation was really pretty. Like it was yeah. so good. There's a lot of effort into the show that I did not expect to have. So, because harms are like a dime in a dozen. There's like too many of them. So, like the fact True. that they're like putting in effort for it, like that's why I think like this is the next quintuplets. This is the next we never learn. This is the next Nisekoi. Where like like those studios that worked on those shows 
are not like the big time studios. They're not looking like Cloverworks mm-hmm. or A1 Pictures or anything like that or MAPPA. Like these are just like smaller studios that have done some decent work and they're outdoing themselves uh, with these shows. So, uh, and I think this might put this studio on the map. Uh, I think it's uh, Shine Animation. They've already had good track record with the Takagi Sons <laughs> seasons. Uh, uh, they did, I think, all three seasons, and I think they're also the ones that are doing the movie as well. So they already got a pretty good track record. But to add this on there might start bringing their name in more as a household name in the future. Depends how the season goes. Uh, I I still think Harms are are always a slow start, just because they always have to introduce everyone and get uh, everything together. And once you settle in. Once you get like a main place and you can already see it already, like that house that the dad rented out for them, that's going to be kind of like the main hub uh, for our characters to interact with each other. I think that's when things start, the ball starts rolling a little bit faster uh, for harm shows. Uh, okay, uh, let's move on to the final uh, show in our media roundup. It is uh, Kaguya-sama, A Love is War, Love is War, Ultra Romantic, or Season 3. Uh, episode five uh not too much to say i mean it's another amazing episode uh crazy rap yeah. battles at the first half of the show and then uh another uh ishigami uh and um <clears throat> ishigami and shiragane talking to uh to maki and maki. them being the fucking like bunch of losers that they are to, uh, like a like a loser club that they can't confess their love to who they love you know their love to the to the person they they are crushing on so uh but i just want to take point real quick like none of that matters what a great episode but none of that matters the ending is <laughs> all that matters for this week for kaguya-sama i don't know who signed off on it i don't know how much taxpayer money we stole from people or we robbed a bank or we had uh, yakuza stealing money for us or we embezzled money in another like country i don't know where a1 pictures got that kind of budget to do a brand new open or a brand new ending animation and have the voice actors rap uh that that ending too that was like all the voice actors doing their thing uh Wherever they got the money budget for it, do it again. Fuck it. Let's make a whole nother animation. Cause the, the ending was already amazing to begin with. Yeah. And it was highly produced, a lot of great scenes in it. And then they just, just did almost a complete opposite genre and still had the same level of animation. And I'm just blown away. Like A1 pictures. This is, this is like euphoriable level of. I don't give a fuck what my budget is. I'm just going to spend it all and then take someone else's budget and spend it all too. Like the next three shows for A1 pictures, they're going to look like fucking like drawings on a rock. And and then we're just going to have to like <laughs> deal with that because they're out of money. Like they spent so much money on Kage some of this season. It's like ridiculous. Like, uh, like me and Lance are talking about while we're watching the episode, like, some of the scenes in like the rap battle like we don't remember any of it like it's all extra stuff that they decided to add on to i'm trying to look for the chapter i can't find it but oh my goodness i don't remember this well for sure the the imagination i guess you could say of uh of that scene was not in the manga 
yeah. don't know if they had like that kind of confrontation between Hayasaka and Kaguya this early either. That seems really early. Yeah. So like all this is like it feels extra and it feels like this is out A one pictures like brain and it's uh God, it's 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 weird, you know. We I wouldn't say we were shitting on A one pictures, but we were pretty upsetty spaghetti with the uh, eighty six part two. That was the last show that we had uh, from them and like how it ended and everything like that. Uh, and to be perfectly honest, their track record like lately hasn't been that amazing. Last like last one was Kaguya-sama season two and like Sword Art Online. Uh, so they haven't been like that amazing in the past uh, past year year or two in the seasons, but uh, they have outdone themselves with uh, season three Kaguya-sama. So God, that scene where Chika comes out as like this i don't even know what to call it this godlike being coming off from the horizon her hand comes down and she's just turning the table y'all oh, yeah yeah DJ yeah table i was like what yeah that's that, cute that's that's the one i was like lance it, is like, like set the tone and i was that? like oh shit we're we're gonna get yeah, into yeah we're this. gonna go yeah i was like i don't remember that at all like the whole like yeah turning the park into like a record i was like what the fuck is this shit the, the skateboarders like uh spinning around oh, yeah, randomly out of nowhere yeah i was like this is so so much extra from the one pictures it feels this like this is how you do a filler episode but this was like a filler episode that they didn't do to save money it was a filler episode to throw all their money into exactly and which is the best kind somehow still was able to like have character development for Hayasaka <laughs> as well yeah. and like the you know Shiragane and uh, Kaguya as well, a little bit as well so like I don't know uh, amazing work uh, again uh, for A1 Pictures this week so uh, okay uh, that is it for our media roundup of the week uh, if you want us to uh, watch or read any new shows or manga uh, let us know down below DM us you know contact us anywhere you can uh, and uh, we'll find the time to uh, check it out, see if it's worth uh, talking about in a future episode. Uh, but let's take a break from all the anime talk uh, and get into a little game that we like to play called Take 5. Uh, so what this game is, is that we pick a topic uh, for the week. We take five items from that topic and then we rank them one through five uh, within approximately five to 50 minutes uh mm -hmm. somewhere around that ballpark and then uh and then you guys let us know down below if we got our rankings right or uh you think the rankings should be something different so um so let's get into it uh this to the topic for this week will be side characters of Jujutsu Kaisen uh with Jujutsu Kaisen Zero being one of the all-time anime films of worldwide figured why not talk about the side characters the ones that were the actual main characters in that movie uh for this week so uh here we go your characters will be nanami kento uh inomaki toge zenin maki toto aoi and then panda will round out the five so i will put five minutes on the clock and uh let us discuss who is the best side character of Jujutsu Kaisen? I want to start by saying I know Toto is uh -huh. the easy pick for one. Uh -huh. And I know 
Peter has already put that in there without. Yeah. If you guys watch Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, it is hard to argue that Maki should not take first. Okay. Because uh, as much as, you know, we see that, that one kid with the sword on the poster, but that's actually kind of deceptive. If you watch the movie, Maki's the star of the movie. And, wow. Uh, so Damn. you guys gotta watch this movie. It is Fuck. insane what they did with Maki. When are we watching it? Fuck. When it so, when we when it gets subbed and what? we can see it. That said, uh, season one. I mean, if we just call it, if we're just judging season one, obviously total. I think we had to call it in season out. one, yeah, because yeah, unfortunately, woogie. not everyone. Boogie woogie, man. Fucking boogie woogie. My best friend. Like, how can you beat that guy? He's you can't. I think he might be. They the put best too much Kimble. love into him. I've seen in, oh god, such Quite a long a time. Maybe yeah. ever. He might be the very best. Yeah. The very best. Yeah, just like. But he's not done. a himbo. He's not stupid. He's got the Giga well, twenty oh, billion he, IQ. You know, he's, he's like yeah. super silly and goofy and out there. But yeah, I know he's so <laughs> yeah, yeah, smart yeah. too. Yeah, There's so much more to him. He's super genius. But yeah, he's probably like the, That's a good way the sh- strongest himbo we've ever seen, ever. Mm. Like usually the himbos, they're like. They're kind of like the side relief characters and they're funny and, you know, they mm-hmm. don't really amount to much. They're just there for comedy relief. But he's there for comedy relief and to kick ass at the same time. Yeah. So, uh, what an amazing character uh, overall. Okay, so Toto at one. I'm assuming Maki at two then. Pretty pretty easy pick. Why, I mean, she is waifu material. I think she is she on the is. best girls list for us in the Golden Weave Awards. So I mean, yeah, she's she super is. strong. She's hot. She wears glasses. She's kind of Sundere. Yeah. She's a twin. <laughs> oh, twins, twins I think the too. twin thing helps. It gives her a lot of depth. And also, her twin's really hot. So it's kind of like, hey, Maki. Yeah. It's kind of like seeing Maki in two different hairstyles. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know that's not exactly true, but. I know we're awful. Has that effect? <laughs> Just totally like uh, disregarding all the twins out there. You're each other. Yeah, you're all different you're hairstyles. Your person. <laughs> I actually like. You're the same. Prefer. I forget her name. I like the other twin. Um, the short hair. Oh. I like her a lot. It's because she's she so owns tragic. a gun. My. My. She's got yeah. short hair. Yeah. And My she's, and Maki. Yeah, she's awesome. She's uh. As you guys would say, pretty oh, she, bad. She bad. I like her a lot. Well, actually, she's really bad. She she's bad. Like when you look at her, but then yeah, she's yeah, like yeah, soft, yeah. like a marshmallow. Yes. When you get to yes, know her, she exactly. she's a huge baby, and I told I, I totally understand why she's the younger sister, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like she she exuberates all like the 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 baby of the family kind of thing. She has mm-hmm. all the power. She has like all the prestige. And she's like kind of spoiled a, a lot. Maki's just like, yeah, okay, yeah. You're so my well, little sister. Doesn't want it. Yeah, she uh, she wants to be a strong. Talk about Maki, not the sister right now, but <laughs> Mai is really great too. A lot of the girls in this show is really great. They are, yeah. I think Maki could be second. I just I really like Panda because he's a panda and he's funny 
I like Inumaki and his his power. Like I'm 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 always really interested in the characters in anime, especially in like um the supernatural or yeah, supernatural or sci-fi where characters have abilities through speech. Mm-hmm. I tend to like gravitate them for some reason because I think it's cool. So he's pretty cool, but fucking Nanami, the scene where he's like sitting there and he's explaining the black flash and how his record is like two or three or something. Yeah, but he wears yeah. the Morbius glasses. That's really cool. Yeah, he's <laughs> a little cool. round black glasses. Yeah. And the that perfect ratio really cool. fucking slashes. Like, and his sword. Is this guy? Yeah, his sword is covered in a cow print fabric. For some reason, it's not even a sword, it's like a machete thing. I thought he covered it in like, um, oh, what, no, what? It's not like police tape, but like sage exorcism tape. Is that not what it is? Well, I think it is, but it also is cow printed. It, it's just cow reason. print. Yeah, it's just oh God, really it cow print. Yeah. I don't know if that's like, like the curse. To this guy. Yeah, I don't know if there's like curse spots all over like the the fabric or whatever he has. But yeah, it, it like every time I see it, I'm like, eh, cow print. He's also voiced by Kaiba. I think that helps. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. like look at his tie. He's he, uh, he he's like into like polka dots and Clearly shit. Clearly he has a fashion, yeah. Yeah, he has like a thing uh, that he likes. So, which is funny because he acts like he doesn't like anything really. But uh, I also like that he's a salary man and that they mm-hmm. use that to define his powers that when he stays too late, he goes into overtime and then he's stronger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally get it. I'm I don't know how way. he figured out that fighting style for himself, but that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, one day he's just typing and then like fi- it hits 501 and he like he pushes the the power. <laughs> yeah, he pushes the the keyboard and then it just like punches right through the fucking table. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, oh shit. I'm I guess I, too late. <laughs> yeah, I guess I gotta go home for today. So, fuck, all these characters are really good. I'm, I'm, I'm strong um, Nanami for third. Nanami <laughs> for third? I think so too, yeah. Yeah. And he's such he, a good He's like, too, in he's my boring. heart, he's a second. <laughs> in your heart he's a second okay yeah and then what panda at fourth and then inomaki at last i wish i could vote inomaki higher but but we haven't seen enough yet yeah they didn't show him enough i think of all of these five he's panda like, had more the action panda yeah. yeah he had the least amount of action he he like kind of stopped panda the, can actually talk the yeah Hanami, the bad guy the, that demon yeah, but, but then after then that, he immediately got taken out. So yeah, he didn't get the fight. But like, Panda what about had that all amazing fight. Little tiny moments where Inamaki is just there, and he's like, "But needle flakes, and they're like, "Yeah, Inamaki, yeah." They like everyone responds to him, or they talk in a normal conversation, and Inamaki, he's always there, a part of the conversation, but like mm-hmm. not really. But Panda, but he he is. But the Panda talks Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> Panda well, had a pretty, pretty large Japanese backstory too? too. Yeah, but Panda's an actual animal. It, 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 Panda's a test tube baby, for God's sakes. That's the weirdest fucking part about Panda. It wasn't a natural Panda selection. They didn't just pick up a Panda. They, like, test tubed him. Yeah, he's a doll. Yeah. How did he get so big? Does he just grow normally? I still want to know that. It's creepy. I don't know. There's still a lot of, still a lot of questions with Panda. That I, I still need answers to. Okay, so uh, so Panda then at fourth, and then Inomaki at the end. Not to say Inomaki's not cool. He's very cool, but yeah. I'd like yeah, to this top him. this top five is like, oh man, like this top five is almost as good as like the 
the main characters for Jesus Kaisen, right? Like this is yeah. these are just the side characters and we're having trouble figuring out mm-hmm. who's the best. But you, I mean we're still missing like good best boy, Itadori, like fucking Sasuke oh, 2.0, uh Fushiguro, yeah, fucking badass Nobra and like we're not even gonna fucking get into the Gojo talk because that that will fucking uh, take forever yeah. too. You know? That's not fair for the competition at all. Yeah, and like, you know, uh, what was Itadori's fucking uh, evil guy inside? I forgot his name. Sukuna. Sukuna, yeah. He's fucking cool as well. Like, one of the coolest antagonists we've had in a long time. Uh, Old man with a guitar. Or the old man with a guitar. Uh, the blue-haired girl that lost her sword. Uh, Miwa, oh, yeah. she was really cute and stupid. Yeah. that This girl... Oh yeah, she like shows Akari up. Akari Nita, uh, she covers for like the the glasses guy as like their 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 manager. Yeah, <laughs> I like her a lot. And she was really cute, even though she barely showed up. All the everything from Jujutsu Kaisen has been great. I yeah. can't remember a single. Maybe it's because it's been a while, but like anything that upset me while watching the anime. Nah, almost near perfect no that first season. Yeah. Plot holes, just smooth ride, happy. Oh, what the fuck? They're playing baseball and then back to good shit. <laughs> yeah. Which reminds me, uh, totally off topic, but uh, I just saw news that My Hero is releasing oh, yeah. uh, two summer original episodes. Uh, and they're, one of the episodes is going to be a baseball episode where there's a baseball league for the heroes and they get to use their quirks uh to play baseball sounds fair so very interesting to see uh how that works out so okay uh are we okay with this list yeah i like it yeah yeah everyone in agreement yeah okay uh there you go here are our top five side characters for jesus kaisen starting from the bottom at number five uh inomaki uh four panda uh, third, Nanami. Second, Maki. And then finally, at the top, Boogie Woogie Toto uh, to round out the best side characters for Jujutsu Kaisen. Obviously, you can feel different down below. We'll probably still agree with you. Like This list can be interchangeable regardless of the feeling, the episode, or even the movie. As uh, Lance pointed out, Maki did have a pretty big role in that movie. made her a lot better, so... You know, maybe she deserves number one on your heart. I don't blame you. Jesus Guys is amazing. Can't wait for season two whenever that comes out. And uh, can't wait yeah. for the movie. Oh uh, yeah, I would it's like to watch the movie out, too. For us, God, can need a subversion for missing it. out. So uh, hopefully someday. <laughs> uh, okay, let's uh, let's move on to the final segment of our show. It is the meat of our show. It is the anime ranking board for the spring 2022 season. Uh, before the season started, we handpicked 10 animes uh, from all the trailers of the show. Uh, and then we pretty much grade them week in and week out with our nice little We Power Hour grading system. Uh, we regret some decisions, start trading some stuff out, put some really good shows in, and this might have become probably the strongest top 10 uh, of all the seasons that we have done for this show. Uh, so uh, kudos to us. I think we fucking nailed it, but also kudos to uh, the anime studios this season. A lot of amazing shows. Like, a lot. Like, can't stress that enough. This is probably one of the best seasons I've seen in a very long time uh, for anime. So, let's 
jump into this board uh like always we'll do the bottom half uh first i'll redo the grades real quickly and then we will put 20 minutes on the clock and then we will discuss anything on the bottom half uh so let's get started coming in at 10th place uh tomodachi game with 28 points with grades c from avery c plus from lance c from myself and then c minus from plinchy uh daemon just barely beats it out with one point at ninth place with the grades c minus from avery and everyone else except for lance he is at a b plus uh coming in at eighth place to become a real heroine the unpopular girl and the secret task with 35 points uh with the grades b's from lance and avery b minus from plenty and then c minus from myself uh loved after world domination comes in at 36 points uh for the with the grades uh b from avery and lance c pluses from myself and plenty and then rounding out the bottom half of the board at sixth place uh, Shikamori is not just a cutie with 45 points uh, with the grades B plus from uh, Avery, B's from myself and Plenty, and then A plus from Lance. Uh, so there you go. That is your bottom half of the board. I'll put 20 minutes on the clock and uh, let us discuss any of these five animes. So I want to point out that um, for every single episode this week, I noticed that I have given the highest score for every single one out of all four of us. <laughs> this has been the strongest week I think we have ever done on the We Power Hour for me. Like, I loved every single episode. Tomodachi game was, you know, it's Tomodachi game. But I still had <laughs> yeah. a, a generally positive feeling about it. Yeah, yeah for so sure. All the other ones, too, are, they're good. Yeah. And the some of them really good. Yeah, the scores mm -hmm. the scores definitely reflected. I think this is the first time ever that we have almost gotten every show close to thirty points or more. Like usually like the bottom half of the board, they round out around like from zero to like twenty five at the best. Especially the bottom three. But this is the first time we've ever had this high of scoring for all the shows and like you know what pretty close like especially the bottom four they're all like you know a couple points away from each other like a like a different grade here or there from someone could have been the difference for them to be in a different spot this week so uh yeah this is uh, this is nice <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah what a what a blissful time to to be alive for an anime watcher so i mean like uh number six you can marry is 45 that would have been like one Fourth or two third last place. season yeah or yeah or even <laughs> yeah. like yeah second second place at least and nothing was beating that's uh, what took Jessica the, the top of the bottom half like that's crazy yeah i was yeah. really surprised seeing shikamari in the bottom half but uh with the way you guys graded the top half of the board all right i get it it makes sense i, I yeah. definitely get it uh shikamari is great. Top half Not great. Is, um wow yeah well yeah we're definitely getting to that is hot but yeah, I, I really thought you guys were going to grade like I A plus from Lance, totally understandable. I totally get it. But I thought I was going to see a higher grade from you, Plenty. That fucking chocolate lick scene that she had, I thought that was going to send you, send you, send you to an S rank. Maybe it's more that there's not much plot going. We're just seeing. Um, oh, this is how it's going to be for the rest of the season. I know. Yeah. 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 So I'm just uh, like, it's really episode. more. Yeah, slice of life eye candy, which I'm like, don't get me wrong, I'm enjoying it. But when you compare it to 
the other shit that Shigemori didn't do anything wrong. It's just it's just not that good. Yeah. When you put okay. it in the light next to the other one, so okay, well, you know, grading it accordingly. I've also had like a thought. I might have said it in a previous episode, but I hate, not hate. I'm starting to really envy the main character in Shikimori. Oh like, fuck there this guy. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to drown myself. This is idiot. But I like him too. Because then he brings out the best hateable. in Shikimori. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're made for each other. That's pretty cute. Every situation yeah. that they get in is very... Um, cliche i guess is the word like you see it coming you're in a situation now that we know that the main character is a unlucky magnet a tragedy mag an accident you know prone fucking person mm-hmm. whatever situation that we're in he's either going to get hurt in an accident or he's going to be soft small boy like in the movie <laughs> theater like yeah it, that's how i see it so i'm just like mm, it's good but you know if you don't do anything new and better then i my grades yeah. probably won't go up. In a, in a strong season like this, it gets pretty drowned out. Like, if this was mm-hmm. part of last season, mm-hmm. I probably been my just of Darling Shikamori 1 and 2 for the yeah. most part. Oh, my so. God. Can you imagine having two two hot waifus? Yeah. Do we have more than... I mean, we do. I mean, yours in this season. We fucking do. I mean, just fucking uh, Izumi's mom... I mean, all the moms <laughs> in this season. Yeah, we we, Komi's we mom. are talking about that a lot. There are a lot yeah. of hot moms this There's season. A lot of hot moms this season. What's up with that? Why are they all coming out now? And not I'm telling like, you, it's did, the new did they craze. do that for Mother's Day? Because I was like, uh, oh yeah, well, maybe. Sure. Yeah, it was Mother's like, Day the other day. Yeah, I mean, uh, isekais were the thing, like the last decade. Maybe this new decade is going to be just hot moms. Hot moms. No, wait, they had that one anime. Well, what what is it called? Uh, I want to fuck my mom. my mom in another world or something. I don't know the actual <laughs> I don't, title. I definitely but think that wasn't yeah. it, but yep, I know what you're I know, talking about. I know what, you know what I'm about. talking about, yeah. yeah. It's the most popular isekai, mom isekai out there where she has to like protect her son and then, yeah, she's like super like nice and wholesome, but also really sexy yeah. somehow. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just hearing this. I, I have, have you not zero. seen it? I've, it? I know of it, but it's total for it like, to be pushed we in fuck your mom it. vibes. A Go to another world fuck your mom. God. Let's definitely watch it as a joke, but also seriously. We should, Do yeah. you love your mom and her two-hit multi-target attacks? <laughs> See, like That's the, the title was like, huh? And then I saw a few clips and I was like... <laughs> oh, God, it scored pretty badly on... Oh my enemy list, that's funny. Uh, uncultured swine on this site. <laughs> uh, yeah, anime is funny. Do we need another 10 minute discussion on Tomodachi game? I mean, everything we said last week about what would happen this episode happened. So, uh. It's true. It's like we wrote it. Uno reverse yeah. card episode. Yeah. I mean, it was coming, right? With the way yeah. he smiled at the end of last week's episode. So, like, e- even even when he, like, pretended to get Uno reversed to Uno reverse him again, it was kind of, yeah. like, pretty, like, easy to see from far away. I don't know. The Mishi's not there anymore. Is that, like, is that fun? Yeah. Like, seeing it so easily. Like, the glasses guy is as evil as he could be. 
you know mm-hmm. i was kind of hoping there'll be like a little bit more mystery to him or a little bit yeah. more like is he good like, maybe he's doing it for good intentions like yeah. i thought we were gonna see yeah. a sad backstory of him and yeah. like his dad leaving him or something like that when we he's saw like in the opening tripping guy he's just a yeah. freak yeah he's just a stalker that like i don't Until even think he likes to the, the point girl. where they tell us otherwise yeah which i mean well, who knows which, you know they they are a big fan of their big fan of the peanut gallery miss purposely telling the story out of order to mislead you and then yes. they rewind the tape and they're like how could yes. we not see this how do we yeah how did you <laughs> yeah, miss i didn't want to talk about that girl. because i already went ex- extensively of how it upset me and but at the same time yeah. i understand like that's how they want to do the show but like they did it again it's just like okay we're gonna keep doing this and i'm gonna keep giving you a c okay like you doing the shit man like come on it's just i don't know they're really beating around the bush and that's i guess not the easiest way but what you do for a psychological suspense and mystery yeah but that's like low-hanging fruit that's like super low-hanging fruit for them so i had this thought though for tomodachi game how there's this uh scene where well not the scene but tenji is like is this yuichi this is the same like really sweet boy and how he couldn't see how evil this person could be the same yuichi and i was thinking about that how us uh, us as viewers don't feel the same way as tenji because one tenji is the main character so we haven't been seeing things from his lens but i had the thought of like what if the anime um showed us a completely different opening of because uh, the opening is very like everyone's so edgy everyone's so uh drastic in expression and emotion you know it's very dark and evil looking but they could have i feel like shown a completely different emotion or theme Uh, because some animes have done that where it's a completely different tone than what the Mm -hmm. animal actual anime is about uh i feel like if they did that then we would have been a little bit more oh like yuichi's going he's going black right he's going dark yuichi but, but I mean, like, I don't know. They gave it, like, you're right on the opening, but they gave it away from the trailer. Like, that that trailer did, yeah. where he was just like, oh, what color panties is she wearing? Like, that already, like, set the tone for any one of these could be uh, different than who they mm-hmm. who they seem to be, which is kind of like, that was supposed to be the fun, right? Like, who's real, who's not? But mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to tell who's who in this show and what they're gonna do and who they truly are like shibe's gotta be like the most beta cuck character i've ever seen (laughs) they're like trying to make him look like he could be scheming and he could be secretive in the opening and ending but this guy's dumb as bricks he is dumb yeah so like i don't know It's, it's just weirdly executed like they did some good they done some good stuff but at the same time, they've like it's like one step forward, twenty steps back, kind of kind of deal. Yeah, it's like so. hanging on by a thread, and the people that are holding the thread is the peanut gallery characters, and I hate uh-huh. them. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's it's teetering on this really fragile scale right now. Yeah, I mean they could have just gone the Muno no Nana route and just from the get go, they're very advertised the, the show is lying to the viewer. Yeah, not. But see, that was pretty cool, though. I like the, that. the fact that they did the Pay big off. twist 
like the, all the promotion videos everything they were trying to give you like Focus little bits of easter eggs and hints the boy but yeah everything was about the boy and then boom boy die boy die but uh another show that supposed to have a twist but didn't have it uh daemon thought we're gonna fucking see the dad this week i thought this is gonna be the turning point for this show but another slice of life boring ass shit was this episode uh, was where it girls day okay right yeah. right 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 which okay. surprisingly it was girls day around that time that the episode aired. so i mean like actually I mean, yeah <laughs> they got they got something right on that part they're planning something you I mean, they're Japanese just these anime studios. <laughs> yeah, they're slowly building up the like this, this like big controversy or like confrontation, right? With the dad, like they're slowly like, like I feel like the, the next two or three weeks, we're just gonna keep seeing the dad walk around the town, but not actually get to the shop, and then we're just gonna see him in the background, and be like, oh, that, 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 that's that, that's the dad over there. Like, t- go talk to him, and then they won't do it because they don't see him. And then he just, he just keeps being around the bush. And I was just like, I don't understand why. Just rip the Band-Aid now. Like, fucking Itsuki needs a character development. She's the most boring character of this show. But the show's about her. Yeah. So, like, There's... what are we doing? What are we doing? It's... They could... I mean, what other thing could they be doing but building the building blocks? Setting things up so that yeah. when Itsuka does something... It's going to be impactful. Like when she confronts confronts someone or has like this, um, what is the word? Not a maturing point. You know, kids, they go through Catalyst. things and they're like, yeah, they, there, there's that yeah they have to point. go through yeah. something. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think she's probably going to uh, emulate Nagumu and all of the other people at the uh, sweet shop to tackle her problems because she's obviously not really going to talk to Nagomu about her dad. No, of course She's already, not. like, ran away to do that, so she's, like, if it doesn't happen, then I don't know what the fuck this show is about, because Nagomu and Itsuko haven't really had much interaction. Like, what you what you explained is gonna be an episode, but I'm afraid that episode will be, like, episode 10 or 11, and then we get, like, a little epilogue after so that. Too. Yeah. And I don't want to go through the struggle to get to that point, like I would have if these other characters were fun and inciting and like they gave, gave us like little and more mattered. yeah and like a little mm-hmm. bit more like juice to like get us through the day kind of thing but they don't like sure I get it fucking Kanako and Horikawa they fucking think they got their man and there's no girl that's gonna steal them well whoop they fucking do well Nagamu's gonna get with Itsuka so it doesn't really matter <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Shut sorry, your mouth, You're just too old for Nagomu. He's like, you're only like half his age. Oh my god! Yeah, for that quarter, wow. <laughs> not the quarter. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just it's it's tough sledding. Well, I gave it a B plus because they actually talked about sweets for this episode, and honestly, like the stuff they're they eating, like, it looked good. Look good, and, yeah. Uh, Grandma ate. Um, the on the the red bean and uh, I, I got kind of bad. I was trying. I don't know about that. I, I think it's kind of salty to <laughs> bad grandmas. Bad? Oh my god. Um, I had to say that, mom, but like you're at the bottom tier of bad grandmas. But I was like, that's yeah, that's basically what happens in the kitchen. I get really, I get very stressed out when like the the wise bean taster mm-hmm. person tries the beans for the shop, and I'm like, is it good? Like, mm, am I getting fired? Too, too salty. Like, 
How long does it take you to make to make a batch for them to test? Uh, forty eight hours. It takes forty eight hours to make a, a batch of beans. Holy we cook fuck. it. We cook it for forty eight hours. Uh, Holy fuck! We oh, yeah, you were talking about that. Are you? Yeah. Can we say this? Can you bleep this out in case? Uh, you know, oh no! No, shut no, down, one but... watch it. no one watches. <laughs> But you like leave the the stuff on heat overnight continuously. Yeah, we, we we cook it continuously. Um, Damn, maybe it's we, umami. We, yeah, we and we do like various things to it, like throughout, add sugar, mm-hmm. um, whatnot. But it's basically cooking the whole time, and finally, it produces the red bean paste. the The people with the tongues for that know what it tastes like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't but know. Two shits, really. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last three minutes, anything else that you want to talk about for this bottom half? Or can we move on? Uh, I, I, I want to point out the um, to become a real heroine. Yeah. How kind of, I guess, uh, uh, the main girl, how uh, uh-huh. she gets this huge, really nice send-off, right? The guys uh-huh. have warmed up to her. They do this speech, pretty obviously dedicated to her, but ambiguous enough to where all the fans are like, I don't yep you're singing about me yep she cries she's like oh my god they're so nice and then she's like understandably i want to keep working i kind of wish the boys were like because they seemed upset at first like why we wanted you to focus on your dreams you're you're running like you can't be you know splitting your attention uh i thought like if i was in that position and the boys and um thinking that this girl was going to leave forever we're not going to see her. Let's give her a big send off only to, you know, not. And what we just did was for not. A little yeah. butt hurt is what I would feel. Not not something too crazy where it would start yeah. shit, but like it would hurt no, yeah. a little you bit. You just like all the effort you put to and then it yeah. amounted to nothing. I, I definitely understand that. But then at the same time, I think these boys are like, oh, fuck yeah, we got our slave back. Hey, hey high five, bro. Like I like they, well, they yeah. treat this girl like. I guess so like she's uh, just a fucking puppy at this point so uh i don't know the the relationship between the three is not that great to be perfectly honest with yeah. you i was hoping kind for the artificial. opposite yeah it feels disingenuine like it's just there hasn't been enough events for me to believe that she like fell in love with them or like just got to the point to like hey i enjoy their time like there hasn't been enough of that and it felt like the focus is on her and her her ankle right like the one she twisted she's she's been injured for like two episodes now so i thought there was gonna be like a lot more interest on her and not her love life but her her career life and uh i guess not because now she'll never go to nationals because she's gonna spend so much time fucking doing shit for the boys because the boys they they've only hit like certain hiccups in their careers like the uh the the black haired kid he's like uh part of this like prestigious family of uh of actors uh kabuki actors and then he's not following the footsteps of the family kind of thing so i thought they were going to be like really get into like these guys backstories why is the blonde haired kid afraid of women kind of thing mm-hmm. and i'm assuming now since she's coming back that's going to be a heavy dose of season or the back half of the season but then i'm right. like oh fuck what about the two friends? The fucking glasses girl and the <laughs> yeah, redhead. Where do they fit in? in where all do this? they fit in on all this? Because if they're gonna the, the, the two idols are gonna be the focus, which is surprisingly they weren't the focus this first half of the season somehow. Yeah. Uh, then 
we're gonna get heavy dose of them the second half and now it's like how do i i can't i can't even fathom how they're gonna write these two girls in and this is coming from the guy that's read like thousands of mangas and thousands of similar stories like this and i can't like see how they do it other than to destroy the entire story from the inside out and yeah just completely unearth whatever vague path they're on right now yeah like the whole first half of the season would be for nothing absolutely nothing and like uh, what other use do you have with characters that are friends the main character and a main character has a secret the friends have to figure that out otherwise they're useless they're just has to be something cg background npcs what's the point if they figure it out though or are they going to contribute yeah but they they don't even make an effort to be like what's she doing why is she always so busy like they don't yeah just seem to be cool with her being busy yeah and (laughs) and like the 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 most frustrating part it was like at the very end of that episode where there was a boy that was like trying to call hiori and it oh, looked yeah, like a yeah. childhood friend. It, it sounded like fucking Itadori from Jujutsu oh, Kaisen. I totally forgot about him. He said like three lines and he has like in my eyes already became the most important character for this entire show. And he's only had a minute of screen time. And that what pisses me off because he's supposed to like add on to the characters that you have now. But he already is more interesting than everything that we've seen in the past five episodes. Because I'm curious to see how he's going to be a homewrecker for for right. everyone because he's like usually the person that shows up last is the one that's going to homewreck everything and the most hated character so stir the pot exactly so it's like come on like i was ready to trade this show out and now you drop that sh- that shit in and now i'm like kind of curious but i'm like i feel like i'm gonna get burned if i keep it in <laughs> so would you rather get burned by be- to become a real heroine or burned by tomodachi game well, that is a discussion that we're going to talk about right now because oh. ding, 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 ding. It is the final week of the trading season. Uh, if you don't know what this is, uh, for our top 10, uh, between week four through six, uh, we decided we can, we can start trading animes out for a new anime to come into the top 10 to give it a nice little oomph, a little, a little bit of better top 10 in all the previous seasons before. It has never worked out for us that well. Uh, we have failed many times in putting in new shows and it still sucks as a top 10. Uh, this season though, we made some amazing switches. Uh, we took out Donald the Witch and Aheron for, uh, your boy Kong Ming and Komi San. And they have been in the top half ever since. So has been very good switches. We're allowed three switches every season. So we still got one more switch for this season this is the final week after that top 10 is locked in and we have to stick with this top 10 for the rest of the rest of the season so animes that are on the bench rising the shiro season two love all play the badminton uh anime or our aishi the soccer anime that we talked about earlier in the media roundup any of these shows worth trading in and if you do want to trade excuse me if you do want to trade in which show is going out I really like the soccer anime, and I would personally trade out Daimon. <laughs> I would pick the the soccer one too. Okay, so it sounds like the soccer one for sure to get traded. I, in. I would have watched the whole fucking season of the soccer anime. Honestly, I I was a little sad that I stopped at episode five. I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm caught up. That that episode's done. 
Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm hard pressed on the Saka show too. Okay, okay. So for sure, we'll do our final oh, trade for the season. But what show is going out? What show? No more. We don't see it uh, in this top 10. Daemon, our Tomodachi game to become a real heroine. That sounds like the three, the top three right now. Which is surprising to me. I actually thought Love After World Domination from the first two weeks you guys talked about it. It was going to be in that. But it seems to have crawled itself out of the hole enough to not get uh, voted out here. I wouldn't say that. I would have chosen Love After World Domination because... Um, I, from these four. I, I'm realizing that I only have like so much rom-com room in my heart. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately, there's one, you know, the run to the litter here and it's Love After World Domination in that rom-com genre. That's true. And we do have a lot of fair, rom-coms yeah. this season. Mm-hmm. Darwin says but- the, the weak will die so the strong may live. But the Kotetsu <laughs> princess got with Bear. How is that not the best couple of the season? Her only personality trait is that she was hiding big boobs. How do you like that? And she's and boring. She sucks that at was everything. So lame. Because she's in an Iron Maiden. Yeah, she's not a good housewife. That's that's reasonable. And she's evil. The bear would murder mm. Lance and Peter in an instant. <laughs> I, I don't mind you keeping the world domination. I don't know. So, it's just, <laughs> I just remember it, that scene where, like, the the slightest miscomment about her got him in a fucking furious rage. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck did you say to me, motherfucker? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty. God, they they're all on the same boat in my heart right now. I'm a little pissed off that the that the girlfriends of uh, heroin are just like fodder. Like yeah, that's kind of maybe. lame with yeah. what a waste. Maybe maybe it's my anime list fault, you know? Like just maybe. bad bad listing. Bad listing could be. But they also like highlight the two girlfriends in the ending. When yeah, is there Hannah Montana duo song. gonna click into the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, just from that line now I wanna get rid yeah. of uh, to become a rare heroine. <laughs> I don't know. I'm well, I'm so torn. Them, honestly. I'm so curious where they go with this show. They're gonna help her with her job and okay. go fucking full Hannah Montana. That's my That's guess. Horrible. What? So what, she can what, run more. <laughs> what I'm hearing is that probably Daemon then, because that's the one where I don't think any of us care what the plot twist is or what's going to happen in the future. There's still a little bit of Tomodachi game. There's still a little bit of curiosity to that. There's still a bit, a little bit of curiosity to become a real heroine as well. Am I right on that, Daemon? Or too much, too much rom coms this season. Goodbye, loved out the world domination. Even though it's been scoring pretty well these past couple of weeks for you guys, I'm torn between the two because Daemon. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I want. No, I can see a better path for Daemon, but then I have flashbacks of Joron and Lance and I like <laughs> theorizing and conceptualizing a better ending and how they're going to use everything that we've seen and how good it could be. And Daemon, I don't see that it could be great. It's more like, they could do this. Oh, no. But then if they don't, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. I actually don't see that potential in Daemon. Like how Joran had that potential. I think Daemon is exactly what it's supposed to be, which is mediocre. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's just... Let's take out three and call it the top eight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Just Which three? 
if only the producer allows me and the producer says no which is me so that's fast feedback fucking that's jekyll and hyde over here in the corner what's peter what, what are you feeling my vote's on Diamond. i think it has the least potential out of the the four shows but i don't mind kicking out love after world domination because it's in the same boat as shikamori it's just going to be episodic there might be a little bit of a connection between episodes but for the most part it's just about the couple so i can totally understand not wanting to see that anymore my vote is for love after world okay love after world i would uh, my instinct is to get rid of daimon because i feel like i would in at least enjoy watching love after world domination because i'm really easy to please with comedy but there <laughs> is a lot of rom-com that's not a bad thing though that's just lance and his weak heart thanks I like to, like, also I like don't. to think of it as like a, a informed decision, but <laughs> yeah, we card works too. Whatever show you guys vote out, we can still watch it if you want to. Like I can still have it on the anime schedule. If you guys want to say something about it, we can throw it in the media roundup. So it's not like we can we have to banish it forever. Like the first two, there's no way we're ever going back to Dawn of the Witch or Iron ever again no i've been watching down the witch oh have you have you it's shit okay so (laughs) you can have the same experience whatever whatever show you vote out we can still continue to watch it i think i would like to get rid of love after world domination because i have that learned morbid curiosity for what could possibly happen i I need to know how my toxic Daimon is. is going to turn out. What okay. the fuck are they going to do with Itsuka? How about you, Hiri? How you feel? Honestly, I'd be fine with either of these shows being gone. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know if I'd watch it, you know, either. either which okay. Way. <laughs> okay, so let's all be in agreement then. Uh, for our Aishi, we would take out Love After World Domination. Yeah? All good there? Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. That is the final trade for the trading season. Uh, no more trades after this. That will be the next starting next week. That will be the complete final 10 that we'll have to grade in and out uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, let us know down below uh, if you agree with our trades. Uh, if you don't agree with our trades, did we make a mistake? Like, you, you know, we're, we're, we're here to discuss about that. So uh, let us know. Uh, okay, we're trading season done. Uh, let's go into some animes that we'll never have to talk about trading out. Uh, the top half of uh, week five for the spring season. Uh, coming in at fifth place and a show that I thought we'll be talking about trading out, but I had a very strong episode this week. Uh, the Executioner and Her Way of Life comes in at fifth place with 46 points uh, with the grades. B for Avery, B plus for myself. A minus from Plinchy and then A from Lance. Uh, so pretty similar across the board, but uh, uh, I'll just uh, open the floor to anyone here. Uh, what do you guys think about the resurgence of, of Executioner and her way of life? You know, just when you think like, oh man, this relationship is just now working out. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> and then, you know, they just do this like really nice thing. You're like, Ah, uh, that's why I. That's why we fell in love in the first place. <laughs> you do place. care. You do care. That's called a toxic relationship, by the way. <laughs> so this, so this episode is really good. 
<laughs> actually I, it's I, called showing your worth it was like yeah it it surprised me because god is momo the coolest character in the show like <laughs> yeah. why does she have so much focus so much so much relationship she's has a relationship with menno akari doesn't know her but she has a, a very strong opinion of akari she has a relationship mm-hmm. with ashuna for some reason uh like momo is just so important for like the sidekick character that's like yeah, if robin yeah. was talking more than batman in an episode well like, i mean kind of does <laughs> batman really don't talk cool. a lot Menno don't talk a lot batman talks a lot yeah he just has vengeance that's enough yeah, i like her a lot too i like her but that um, reveal yeah the remove limiter ability that momo has is very cool the yeah would reveal um just akari having lived oh yeah who knows how many fucking lives and just like okay that she remembers that's everything, cool but then she resets her memory so that she forgets until she needs to do something it's not like she resets that akari's memory she seems to be like there's two akaris that she switches back and forth so like there's a more i want to say jaded but like a more naive version of akari it feels like two different people because their personalities are almost complete opposites too, in a way. And it seems like whatever Akari, if it's just one Akari or two, they know about Flair. I think that was like the whole like, you know, uh, killing the memory or just two of them. That's like, okay, Moon Knight. We've already seen that show. That's great. But the fact that like she knows Flair and she knows like, uh, all the shit that that already had happened and she reverted back to time to like give Menno a chance to kill her like we were all in the impression like oh yeah Akari's just like walking into her death without her knowing but uh-huh. in actuality she's the mastermind behind it all she wants to walk to her death she wants to die by, by Menno's hand which is like gotta be the most emo love story I've ever heard uh that you want to die by your lover's hand romance Uh, yeah like it i could feel like there's like a whole soundtrack of my chemical romance that could be played during episodes say it during the episode because i couldn't remember the character's name but uh homura from uh madoka magica Mm -hmm. yeah like similar vibes yeah a lot of similar vibes good comp on that yeah I think it's as simple as like the innocent, naive Akari is level one Akari, and then the other one that we see is her, but at level fucking two hundred. Yeah, at yeah, least she's just setting some kind of condition because at level two hundred she can do whatever the fuck she wants, I guess, because they've been traveling for a while. For sure. To yeah, uh, I'm something very curious. Bad in- happens. Yeah, I'm very just, curious to see like where, how much Akari knows, like. Has she seen all mm-hmm. four of the the chaoses from each corner of the world where like the the otherworldly like went out of control? Like is did that really happen or was that like manufactured to happen? Cause from what the grandma was like saying, it sounded like she kind of manufactured that that uh snow salt one in the north. That that's how she picked up the mm-hmm. uh meadow because they were like trying to destroy the village there and then somehow Menno survived. So like 
is it possible they, they can control it a little bit? It can it not be? Where does Flair fit in all this? It seems like she's evil, but is she really evil? There's actually like a lot of mystery to it now where before it was like very one-to-one. It's like, yeah, okay, we get it. We know what's going to happen. Very predictable. Now it's just kind of like, and the you know, the floor is open now. Like, where do we go from here? It's nice to see her, uh, Akari, use her power at her full potential that they could tease that we could see more of this in the future. And I hope that mm. from now on, uh, this future Akari version will be a recurring element. And then seeing how, if and when Menno realizes what's happening, and Akari's yeah. trying to lead her down the, the timeline that she wants, which is for Menno to kill her, I'd like to see how that will change the relationship, especially after... I mean, this is pretty big. Like, Menno has yeah. essentially defied probably everything she's believed in up until now or realized everything she's believed in up until now has been a lie. So, yeah, uh, with Akari, that's kind of the only person she can rely on. Unless Flair is, uh, is alive. Yeah, and Akari knows everything too. So, like, that's crazy to think that, like, the answer is right next to you. Like, everything that you need to understand <laughs> yeah. what the hell is going on, it's there. And she doesn't want to reveal it. So, she erases her memories to be, you know, dumb dumb bimbo Akari instead. So, why she why she chooses that? Like, if the end game is just to have Metal kill her, like, that's interesting, right? Because then, like, she must know something that, like, if she tells Meno, it sets the course of history the wrong way. And then she gets killed by Flair or she gets killed by whoever that she doesn't want to get killed by. So I'm like really curious to know like how many different timelines have you gone through, you know, to, yeah. to like get to this point to where like you think this is the best solution to solve everything. And so she knows that she has to get at least level five friendship with Menno in order to reveal <laughs> the secret. Other if you do it too early, then it's game over really fast. So Fuck. can't can't go too fast. Oh, I'll definitely see how that one goes. She probably also wants to spend quality time with Menno. They, she but loves she her, already so. done that. <laughs> She's already experienced yeah. that. So she'll give a new Akari the new experience. New being so. her, but without... Time is weird. It's kind yeah. of fucked up. Like, yeah. you're yeah. saying time. So you could just spend a, one more day with the person you care about, knowing what's going to happen. Just fall out boys all over again. It really is. <laughs> One night and one more time. <laughs> Thanks for the memories. <laughs> Even though it wasn't so great. Uh, okay. Uh, let's move on to the next anime on our list. We do have a tie this week. Uh, so tie for third place. We got these two shows. Uh, so we're going to hit this one first. Your boy Kong Ming comes in at 55 points. Pretty high. Just one point off of that uh, max total of 56 uh, with the grades, A pluses across the board, except for Avery, he is at an A. Uh, so, all about the floor, everyone here. We all got pretty similar grades. How was this week's episode of Yo Boy Kong Me? We're only at fourth place and uh, third place. Third we're place. at the, or uh, yeah, fourth, third, third. place. And yeah. uh, so, we have four shows though, and all of them yeah. are biting Top at tier. the ceiling mm. of how much points you <laughs> get. That is insane. Yeah, I've never seen this many high scores <laughs> for the top three ever. Like, this is the yeah. first time we've actually had, like, an arms race. Like, the only reason first place won was because of a little special ranking that we have uh, for for the top ten. Mm -hmm. So, Gotcha fans will know. 
<laughs> the mythical. <laughs> but, uh, but your boy Kong Ming, the rapping episode, the, the time that Kaba Taijin comes in and pretty much inserts himself into the show. How'd you guys like him? I loved it. It's pretty great. I felt Kaba Taijin's, uh, his, um, I, th- I think because they just painted such a good picture about what he went through that when he finally talks about it, it's like, damn, this guy's pretty awesome. good. Yeah. Voice actor fucking nailed it yeah not something that i expected from him he plays a lot of like very quiet monotone characters uh ayano koji from uh classroom of the elite uh shin from 86 uh part of our top 10 a couple seasons ago as well uh so yeah he plays not a lot of like very expressive characters and for him to be uh that incredibly expressive uh in raps uh that's uh that's pretty cool all I was gonna say is the uh, the Kongming development with uh, basically like faux trading him in with like oh look I, I solved your your stomach ulcer problems but in reality I drugged your ass oh, <laughs> and yeah. fixed yeah. it like an, through an alternative means but to get to um, both ends to give you that a okay the four D chess that he plays yeah. <laughs> I mean, I need the, you know, the little teddy bear with the different colored elixir is just going to keep popping up, but oh, it was absolutely. still a, a nice surprise to get a quick kick in. Like, I also did this, by the way, and that, that was really the majority of it, but you know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to find it funny of like all those like different color honey bear drinks that he has are just uh, Kool-Aid. And just different colored <laughs> versions of Kool-Aid. Like it has no medical properties. He just like, yeah, I like Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid's pretty fucking good. I wish I had this back in my day. <laughs> or Capri Sun, whichever one. Oh, Coming's very good at rapping. So, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 we were talking about while we we're watching, but um, a lot of good rappers, I think you said Peter, they meddle in like philosophy a lot. Yeah. And uh, the lyrics were like really good. Not just, uh, I mean, we're just listening to the translation. I would have loved to hear it in English to see like how while they were like strung together yeah but mm-hmm. man that's not just like good writing f- good story good characters but amazing rapping from the show is just mm. yeah. has everything it'll probably take a little while but i can't wait i'm assuming there's gonna be a dub for this show because this show definitely deserves it does have a dub a dubbing i think a dubbing would be amazing for this show and when they translate or you know they they localize that rap version uh, I can't wait to see uh, the YouTubers out there that uh, react to the rapping and then like go like deep dive into like each line, what they mean, how historically accurate it is and like where it fits uh, in like Kong Ming's like timeline and stuff like that. Because uh, it wasn't like Kong Ming just talking about like his philosophies and like his like like Sun Tzu art of war bullshit and stuff like that. Kaba Taijin even like threw some uh lines back at him and like insulted him a little bit with like some historical facts about like how shitty some of his generals were and stuff like that and i'm really Mm. curious to like learn the the history behind it to like understand how heavy that burn is because it was a burn like it was obvious to kind of tell us like oh yeah he's making fun of his boy like kong ming's boy but like how bad was it like did this dude like I don't know, like was running on the field, fell down and then like fell on an arrow and like stabbed his eye out and died. Like how lame is this guy? So like there's going to be a lot of like history lessons I think you can learn from the rap alone. And those are always the fun ones. That That's the one, you know, both rappers have done research uh, of each other and was able to 
recollect that history, all, all, all the stuff they learn and throw it into a rap, the, the top notch ones. You, you hear like Eminem and stuff like that. They, they know a lot because they stuff a whole bunch in their head as much ammunition as possible so they can fucking mm-hmm. blast you with like a machine gun uh, in a rap battle like that. So to get that aspect, never thought the show uh, would get to that point where like rapping, they show rap like like an actual art form. It wasn't just some kind of like weird, like, oh, you know, huh, funny or like, oh, we just have to add rapping because it's like a, it's like a hip hop thing to do. This is the kind of war we live in. Like, no, 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 no like rapping matters like like good rapping actually changes a lot of things uh in the in the music world and uh it's just great oh sorry there's no english dub they really gotta get on that that's what i mean yeah, yeah. like the the decision should have been already now they do an english dub and uh i'm hoping that that decision is coming soon so usually like week five week six of animes uh that's when they start like thinking about doing a dubbing or like they start announcing dubbing except for a spy family that one was already like dubbing from week one so hmm. hope to get on that i want to say yeah. i like how i think twice we've seen kong ming heal someone yeah. uh we're definitely going to see it more but i like how easily they made me and i i think i hope other people too how oh when they see the first healing they're like oh shit kong ming's like doing his ancient magic shit because uh, i've heard roy shit. say it a couple times like oh he's sage right like yeah. he cured him he's doing his spiritual vibes and i'm like yeah yeah you're right because that's how kong ming is he's very regal and yeah uh, eastern medicine uh, yeah yeah has a lot of lore but behind that as well i forget that he's not some omnipotent being he's just a dude that got reincarnated and he really is just 1500 steps ahead of everyone and that yeah he actually did just drug a guy he didn't cure <laughs> yeah, him from rapping sure. and sending his ghost men at him like that's not what i was thinking but that's obviously not what happened he yeah, fucking yeah, drugged yeah. him of course he did for sure i love the show it's great i mean you know it's not a bad take to say that maybe there are some ghost monsters with kong ming <laughs> after <laughs> these past few episodes that we've yeah, seen in both actually, like the dry cleaners and now at the shop because some yeah. people are like yeah. verbally saying, "What the fuck did I just see?" <laughs> yeah. I think I uh, totally the manager, the, the right? manager, the owner. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah. he was like, hey, "What's I that behind Kong Me?" Yeah, I didn't do these effects. Did you guys do these effects? And he's yeah. like, I don't, I don't know. So yeah, or he's just that persuasive that you just see like what he talks about. Like he's just that uh, good at uh, talking to you. So I don't know. We'll see. We're we're probably never gonna get the answer to that because that's like one of those like you know we don't talk about those kind of things, but uh, pretty fun to think, I think about. We will. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and the other anime that tied for third place as well at fifty five points. It is a very tight race up here at the top. Uh, Komi can't communicate. Season two, uh, with the grades A pluses across the board except for Plinchy. She is the one with the A uh, for this show. Uh, so again, I will open up the floor uh, to everyone here. Uh, what was so good about this week's episode of Komi-san? I only re- really remember the, I think it was the end, the snow fight. And uh, mm-hmm. Yamai hitting other Taking out her, people because yeah, two they teammates. were going to hit Komi. Yeah. That's like the only scene I remember and the kids being like, oh, Komi's so cool. Uh, 
Uh, my favorite part is the the family gathering with the grandma, the little cousin, oh, yeah. the the Comey's uh, mom, and then like episode. the cousins, mm-hmm. little cousins' mom, and they were like having fun and like this family is so fun and vibrant, even though Comey's like a recluse and you know doesn't talk a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Cousin her fucking eyes out because she's happy and dishing out the cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. So- but uh Good. yeah that that whole family together is really amazing and uh i have a soft spot for koi koi the game that they play just because that game fucking wrecked me in uh yakuza 7 uh mm-hmm. so i i get the i get the jokes i get what they were trying to get at and i get how badass the grandma is like like you don't <laughs> understand like grandma when she beat the little cousin it, it, it's like playing one-on-one with like kobe bryant and he smushed you 250 to zero like that's how amazing grandma killed the little cousin uh in that game of koi koi so uh, little cousin yeah. got greedy as fuck too yeah that's why she got too greedy and <laughs> yeah. then she got fucking uno reversed uh to hell so uh yeah that was great uh they did it again this i think it was like the third or fourth time they they done this scene where there's no talking just purely animation like a like a silent film yeah. at the beginning of the episode where they were just building the snowman but everything they did all the motion all the way they acted like you can hear the lines you can tell what's going on uh and i don't know just amazing work by olm uh uh the studio that's behind uh komi-san because it's hard to like get the message across or be able to like tell a story without any lines especially in this kind of media like like manga and stuff like that or 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 whatever like it's kind of easier a little bit but like people come for like to hear stuff the voices and to like kind of like give them like paint them the picture without having to like just look at the picture but like you're so focused on looking at komi that like it like it just paints it uh regardless so uh just kudos to them. It was a pretty well put together episode for like three random shit storylines. Like none of them were like really that cohesive other than it's winter break. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great episode. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Coming in at second place with the perfect score. I can't believe you have to get a perfect score just to get to second place. But summertime <laughs> render comes in at second place with 56 points uh a pluses across the board uh for a nice uh good full score first full score i think for summertime render this season uh and uh well deserved for this episode uh, a lot of shit happened uh how'd you guys like it how'd you guys like the plot twists and uh any predictions on what's gonna happen next i like a good headshot <laughs> <laughs> gotta say i like a good nah, headshot they they already <laughs> gave it to you they're just like you only get one right at the, right at the very fucking beginning you don't get no more no more wait me next, me next. <laughs> yeah the lady came with the shotgun yeah yeah and oh like, she hit her in the head oh, she hit yeah, yeah, she, yeah right in the oh, head and yeah, yeah. <laughs> the show is so good at misdirection and keeping the viewer guessing and suspicious of everything and then when the twist yeah. comes, they feed you information in a way that mm-hmm. makes you review everything that's happened. Then, oh my goodness, now it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Basically the opposite of Tomodachi game, but 
Anyways, this show <laughs> has such a good twist with uh, of all the characters. Your attentions are on the best friend, the sister, uh, Mio. Who could possibly be the traitor who's pretending or impersonating to be that person? It's, it's Shinpei. Uh, yeah. The guy Can't who trust yourself. The one Main person boy. we thought was safe and could be trusted. And uh, oh man, this show just keeps us constantly theorizing. Even throughout the whole episode, we're just racking our brains theorizing what is up with uh, Ushio. Is she, mm-hmm. yeah. is she the real Ushio who maybe this is just a big mistake. She's alive. Or is this a shadow who is actually an ally? Yeah. She's an ally who's a, a shadow. And that's that's kind of wild. And it really that's big. makes us want to see the next episode to get more explanation on how that could possibly be. Now that the shadows yeah. have a traitor in their midst and they don't like it. And could she even be a viable ally, right? She yeah. fe- mm-hmm. It feels is like she, she has like amnesia. Like she doesn't understand yeah. what's going on. Or she doesn't even realize she's a shadow herself. Like that's that's the weird part. Like usually these shadows, when they take over a body, they do the flash, and then all the memories go into their head, and they know who they are. They're like, okay, but I'm still a shadow. Mm-hmm. But now I have all these memories. Now I just you know slide into place and like live my life in society like this person now. But there's something weird with Ushio. I don't know. There's like some kind of like original Ushio had powers, or she had some kind of. Thing that was able to protect her a little bit or like some something happened that day that the shadow ushio was supposed to kill real ushio or shadow mio killed real ushio something happened uh i'm very curious to see what that flashback looks like now uh for sure and uh yeah can't trust yourself man jinpei or uh, shinpei sorry not even yourself can't trust yourself but uh yeah shinpei that was a uh, that was a good twist to, to think like yeah. we knew there was a shadow version of him out there, but we didn't think uh, he was going to get handled this way. And now he is probably the most scariest shadow out there because Mm-mm. he can retake multiple memories of, of Shinpei like over and over. He can just keep adding to his library of memories, whatever Shinpei sees. And uh, that, well, that like cat and mouse game they're going to have to play that they have to keep doing like our Shinpei has to like either not know what's going on and pretend he doesn't know what's what's happening and like still figure out a way to solve the mystery or never get caught by this motherfucker ever again because if he gets caught all everything that he that he found out through the multiple timelines this guy knows now and now he's going to defend against all of them uh yeah this kind of mouse game uh super fun to see like what's going to happen uh, next damn it's it's like a roguelike game except the more you die the f- fucking harder it gets exponentially the difficulty exactly. has been skyrocketing it's yeah. gonna get harder every time he dies and he has Poor to Shinpei. hope he doesn't die he can't weaponize that like how subaru does it because no. the it's shadows detrimental. are onto him and yeah if they they're not gonna kill him they expressly stated we know what yeah. you can do we know what you are we're gonna keep yep. you alive if we ever get our hands on you so he better exactly. hope he doesn't screw up the ai is sentient they know like 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 imagine like trying to play like that game that you're talking about just imagine like the ai just getting smarter and stronger and knows your every move and now you have to like think outside the box Be- like like an actual shadow we've seen it like in other like shonen right when they make a shadow version of the main character 100 percent 
the same guy knows every move that he does. So they got to go 110% to defeat their shadow, like something outside the box that they're not mm-hmm. used to doing. And now Shinpei has to do that every single minute of his life to get out of this mess. So uh, very interesting to see how he does it. How does the big booby lady uh, get involved in all this? Who, who is she really? Uh, I'm assuming she's like the big wild card. Her, her, and the old man, right? Like, yeah. they they have to be uh, God, old man. allies. Where the fuck is he? He's probably he's probably drinking with the shadow. He's like, <laughs> it's he's so fun fucking with everyone, shadow. right? What if he's the king of shadows? What if he's the one that started it? I want to say I'm still a little gray. Like, I, I don't feel full with the fact that the sister is a shadow just because of how they get hurt, whether it be mentally or physically, and, like, their mm-hmm. distortion. We haven't seen that with her yet. We've seen her see it happen in front of her and realize that it's a shadow, right? Who? Ushio? The blonde girl? Yeah. Oh. She, she's but seen we... it, but she got her arm fucked up and nothing happened in that degree. Yeah, her was arm was getting, like, wrinkled up. And so I'm like, how much damage or, like, how much mental uh, despair maybe the... The shadow yeah. of the main character needs to feel in order to become distorted. I'm pretty sure getting your arm crushed would have done it for her yeah. if she was a shadow. So could that mean that like, and this mm. is very like definitely, definitely probably not the case, but you know, maybe the glasses girl could also be a shadow and they know of her and that's why yeah. they offed her in the beginning because, hey, look, there's our traitor. Yeah. Yeah, the, it's, the visual kind of hard. I think the visual cue that, that you were talking about, like really, like they did that on purpose, right? They kept showing yeah. it over and over to just get you to be like, okay, that's a way to indicate them. But then there's gonna be an Uno reverse somewhere, and then when you think yeah, it's a shadow, the, you don't see it. Is it a shadow? Shows, but then they'll be like, just kidding, it just wasn't <laughs> the time yet. So right. I, I definitely get what you mean by that. It's I, uh, I think like the the antithesis to that is like Ushio remembers dying. So Something that's like why that. I'm like, def- I'm more like 80, 20 right now where I just, I need answers with the distortion. I need answers with how for they sure. like, are working and then I'll feel more for sure about it. But like, as of now, I'm not hundred percent on who the trader is. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the beauty of the show, man. It, it, it has tricked you in ways that you weren't expecting to be tricked, tricked about. Great show. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, really good. So good. It, it was a, it was like it's a, that very fast paced first episode has been kind of like a very slow build up, but where I think we're starting to like that snowball is starting to get bigger and bigger, uh, and it's starting to, to capture a lot of people's uh, attention now. So, uh, okay. Uh, let's move on to the final anime on our list. Nine anime down one left at the top. The king of the spring 2022 season and probably the king of the year with the way it's going uh mm-hmm. spy family comes in again at number one is that tied for number one because it scored higher than 56 points 74 points for this show three s ranks for this week's episode oh, of spy guys. family i we've never gotten to this point Triple s yeah we've gone to i think it was a mushoko tensei episode uh mm-hmm. uh a couple of seasons ago where you guys gave two s's but three s's in a row plus that a plus to give a 74 so uh these are the grades 
uh plenty is at the a plus and the boys with the s rank for this for this uh episode for spy family so the count is that's avery's first s of the season uh pretty normal time for him to start essing uh, around the halfway <laughs> mark uh my first s of the season i'm a little late on the essing this week uh or this season i usually ask a lot earlier but uh this is my first s and lance full out <laughs> s no more s's now for him for the rest of the season but what's he, this i have up my sleeve uh, so, uh, 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 an a plus motherfucker yeah um, <laughs> i had to they they didn't let me have a choice they forced me lance spent all his s's this season all three before we got to the halfway mark now he has no more s's if he wants to do like a little challenge or like a little uh something to gain an s i'm I'm okay with that if you want to like do something embarrassing if you feel like you really need to s all right well there you go (laughs) yeah nice try no more s's for lance if i see that s rank i'm demoting it down to an a plus uh so (laughs) there you go so i have no regrets uh I'll, i'll give it to uh to you lance or even uh Avery, uh, whichever one you guys want to start it off, uh, top grades for this week. Uh, let's hear it. You want to go first, Avery? Oh, Gordon Ramsay, please. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Chef. Um, so, Spock's family. <laughs> um, Jesus, thank you, Chef. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, we've talked extensively this episode about what's what makes anime good in our eyes, what we like about it, good characters. We like good music, good OST for the show. We like uh, smooth animation, Spike's family, this episode. Like we thought that it was really good these last few weeks. This new episode with them renting out Spike's family Disneyland and <laughs> everyone, oh my God, all the background characters just cooming for Lloyd was yep. so funny. It, and then, uh, fuzzy head frankie he's so goddamn funny he is and anya and drunk your what a feast like i cannot believe how good this love child is between wood studio and cloverworks you can tell exactly where wood studio hop tags in and then like just uh the people's elbows the viewer in the face <laughs> and then they tag back out and the cloverworks comes back in with the amazing visuals and the, the yep. fireworks and god the show's so good yeah like it, it's it's supposed to be kind of like a filler right it has like nothing truly mm-hmm. to do with like the mission episode. yeah exactly but it's so perfect because it still has character development in its filler episode you can see that lloyd is slowly assimilating himself into the family right like he's kind of like you can see your she wants to be a good mother obviously she still has assassin tendencies but you can see that she like wants to be a good mother to 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 anya you know like she wants to be part of the family where lloyd is like this is my mission this is my mission this is my mission it's a job it's a job it's a job but you can see it sundere lloyd which is surprising we never really get too many sundere male protagonists but mm-hmm. he is the sundere for this group and he crushes it absolutely crushes it yeah like when they were having that quiz scene and he was like <laughs> blushing 
about putting on the fucking uh, Lloyd man, Bond man outfit. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite scene. Anya being absolutely giddy, excited, wholesome, heartwarming uh, moment that she was like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, Lloyd man. Like she was so happy. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't shit, like uh, shithead Anya that moment. It was wholesome Anya seeing her dad become one of her favorite characters in her favorite anime like you don't you can't write anything better than a father-daughter relationship than that and they had their moment like when you talk about the fireworks scene yeah like Mm -hmm. i know you're uh, like the three of them together that's the perfect family but like i think there's like uh an extra push to remind you that the relationship started first with the father-daughter with Lloyd and Anya, right? They're the first ones that got this whole thing rolling. And what a way to highlight that relationship with the two of them. Like, I just, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So good. I like the idea that Lloyd, seeing how uh, powerful Yor is, that he's probably convinced that Yor can't drink alcohol anymore. (laughs) This is main takeaway. You're never drinking alcohol anymore. (laughs) That's scary. Like, it's not good for you. So self-defense classes. <laughs> the double ball sequence, like the animation between like the, the giant balls setting up the oh. minions coming in into the oh, whole, yeah. uh, uh, what, what is it called? Like the, the pillar arcway. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just holy fucking shit. It's like watching, um, you know how famous music companies give like a shit ton of money for like high budget animated like music yeah. videos. Yeah. It, it felt on the level to where like your whole career as of like one project is just dedicated for this episode, you know? Yeah, yeah. for sure. And they just kept fucking mm. pumping it harder and harder and harder. And then, <laughs> but yeah, which is funny. You said that the insert song that they used uh, for Lloyd, like running after Anya, uh, they released the full song for it and they done a music video uh, for it. And the music video is just clips of, Lloyd running up like just clips of the, sh- of, the of the episode and him running up nice. and doing it I, I posted in podcast stuff if you guys want to check it out but uh yeah it's just uh uh yeah it, it was crazy to think that like you know you're pretty spot on on that uh analysis uh Avery when- that is basically a music video they basically made the music video and then they're like oh oh shit we have an episode this week huh maybe maybe we should like record some lines and throw it in there i guess and they just fucking did it <laughs> maybe i mean i so afterwards before i voted i found out that this is a total anime original and it's like based off of essentially two panels of the manga yeah yeah like they just they made this whole fucking thing out of a tiny line where anya said play lloyd man for me and she was like yeah. behind the table pushed to its side that was it <laughs> they just fucking pumped this huge ass disneyland escape uh, the tax know, money the fucking, tax money yep just <laughs> hey but everyone had fun right run yeah everyone had yeah. fun Even so. the minions. that's what anime's for to like really exaggerate things and make it really fun mm-hmm. this is a fucking the top spy the twilight what yeah. would he do for his daughter that he loves we all know he loves her he fucking he, loves her yeah so. he won't admit it mm-hmm. but he does yeah oh, for sure it's just God, and everyone else is just like, yeah, it's for the mission. I can't wait to get beat up or no, fight against Twilight. 
I yeah, they were, they were happy to get knuckle sandwiches from him. I guarantee <laughs> yeah. they were. They yeah. were like, "Thank you, sir. May I have another?" Yeah. He's oh, so cool. So funny. The one guy under the ball, he was like, "Holy fuck, that was so cool!" I was like, "Do oh you just gosh, got the shit beat in?" Shoot at the twilight. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> could have uh, sworn I seen Toto's face on him for just a split second. <laughs> mm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah amazing episode i don't know if next week we'll be able to top it but still an amazing show and uh we're finally getting getting into the school now you know we've been spending the past couple of weeks uh trying to get admitted to the school it looks like anya's first day is upon us uh and then you get to meet some uh, more characters uh there's plenty more characters to meet uh some of anya's classmates and uh i think we saw her in the preview as well there's a red hair girl uh with the the big glasses and the big hat uh she was in the preview as well it looks like she will get her first uh introduction to the show so uh plenty plenty to look forward to even even though this episode feels like a season finale or like a like it's only gonna go down from here i i think we're gonna either plateau or even get better biggest shithead grin i've ever seen yeah (laughs) i will say that's mostly why i didn't s because I'm, I'm waiting. Not that if it doesn't show anything better, I won't like be upset because Spy Family has already exceeded expectations, but they're probably going to put out something with Anya being in school that I'm just going to be like, how can this I not is, S? I'm so glad I saved yeah. my last S. It's, oh, Finally man. gets to have That's interactions empty. with like peers. <laughs> People yeah. who are equal to her, but obviously not equal to her. <laughs> no yeah. one can be equal to Anya. She's the yeah. smartest because she can read their minds. Uh, okay. Anything else for Spy Family or any of the other anime we talked about tonight? You know, uh, before we start watching this show, I was afraid um, that maybe this show would start shifting towards uh your and uh lloyd their relationship more and then mm. maybe anya mm-hmm. is just like the the comic relief in between i'm so happy and i'm really impressed with lloyd and anya's relationship and how it maintains the center stage and it's just it just yeah. only gets better i yeah. almost wish your um uh, i'm waiting for her to like have her moment uh but mm. As it is right now, I think they've done an amazing job with Lloyd and yeah. Anya together. For sure. Yeah. Like, Lo- Lloyd deserves first crack, I think, because he, uh, from that first mm-hmm. episode where he, like, Anya read his mind, where it's kind of like, oh, I became a spy because I wanted to save the children and, like, put a happy smile to her face. You don't have to go into war <laughs> anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's where Anya kind of, like, it's like, that's my dad. That's the moment I think she's like, I've, like, I love that guy right there. Like he is going to be my dad for the rest of my life. Hell through high water, I would get through this goddamn school and finish his mission uh, to try to stay with my dad. Uh, and that's that's the beauty of this show. Uh, okay, uh, with that, we are all out of time for this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for watching or listening uh, to the show. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe hit that follow hit the bell follow our social media share our shit do whatever you can to help support the podcast uh we really appreciate it we are uh pumping out as much content as we possibly can there's a lot of stuff in the works that we are working on uh that should be coming out fairly soon uh a little bit 
Well, obviously, we're going to try to catch up with uh, all the episodes and then also the video versions of the episodes, but hmm, a little bit of D&D campaigns, maybe a different podcast that might show up soon. A lot of stuff oh. in the works, so oh, keep up. What could you possibly be talking about? Like, keep a look at What's past that. Peter talk? Oh, well, future Peter probably edit all this stuff out. Maybe realize he made a mistake. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> a lot of stuff in the works uh, for us here at the We Power Hour. So please uh, uh, follow us and uh, continue to support us. We really appreciate it. And uh, other than that, any last words, guys, before we head out for tonight? Watch Summertime Render. Watch Spy Family. Watch your boy Kong Ming. Watch yeah. Kaguya san. Yeah, or Ao Aishi. Fucking Komi san. You know what? Shikamori is pretty good in there too. Uh, we don't ever talk about too much, but Dance Dance Dancer. It's fucking ballet. Fucking watch that shit. That shit's good too, damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, same week time, same week place, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.